Welcome to the Marketing Blender Show. I'm Dacia. And I'm Daisy. Now, in full transparency, obviously we are talking about AI. In the description of the show, was written by one of the big AI tools because, you know, we should walk the walk, right? Right. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> exactly. Maybe we should put on our robot faces. I can do the voice. I can do it well. I cannot do that straight. <laughs> Off camera, maybe. <laughs> I'll just be giggling the entire time. It's ridiculous. But the thing about it is there's so much talk about AI and there is appropriate levels of excitement and appropriate levels of fear, legitimately. So I'm excited to be sharing with people our point of view on this because we have been testing in or testing and diving in and testing the waters with AI for a couple of years now. And it's not new. It's a process. It's been an evolution. It's just that it hit the mainstream as of February of this past year. So, you know, what are you thinking about AI and what everybody's saying? I think that marketers are extremely excited about AI and not necessarily for all the right reasons. They think it's going to help make a lot more of their decisions for them than it's currently able to. Um, I think for a lot of B2B companies, they would be better served to have more conversations with their salespeople and with their customers than with ChatGPT. That being said, I think there is a massive amount of opportunity here, and I'm excited to see what happens over the next three to five years. Yeah, and in full transparency, I'm nervous now, anytime there's massive change in the market, it means there is massive opportunity. And so that's where my excitement comes from. My fear is uh, we're accelerating the pace of change even more. And I think we all have change fatigue <laughs> going on culturally. And so any excitement around this, we're just opting for more. But you can't fight the future. You have to be a part of it. And I wanted to have this conversation so that we can help people hopefully really engage with it in a healthy way and think through how can this help them, you know, and how can we be good stewards of the technology? And then also how can we trust but verify what's being said about AI and the role, the appropriate role that it should play in our businesses. So there's a ton of noise out there. And the noise is not just from marketing communication. It's also around our busy, 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 always on life, always on brain, endless to-do list. So, you know, what kind of role should or could AI play around this noise? Is it making it worse or can it make it better? What do you think? So right now it's definitely making it, things worse in the marketing space. And that's because once you have automation and you have automatically generated content from AI, all of a sudden, the, the content marketing sphere gets blown up with even more not very well written, poorly optimized, improperly targeted, vague, fluffy stuff that people have to wade through. So I haven't been very happy with what I've seen over the past couple of years with more and more content that's generating more and more noise. Yeah. Now, you guys, make no mistake, the AI can write good content. However, a human needs to massage it and the quality of the output is directly related to the quality of the input. A smart human thinking strategically and intentionally about what they want to communicate to the market and inputting those queries into AI, and I said queries, not a single query, but structuring, it can make the writing process more efficient and slightly, well, significantly faster. 
but you have to add the human touch. Make sure that it's inside of your brand voice. And on top of that, really, really, you guys do not be trusting the facts that are coming out of that. Make sure that you're going to the source. Make sure that you're being very diligent about what sources that the uh, ChatGPT or Jasper AI or any of the other ones are giving you so that you're in control and in integrity, you're giving people something of value. I think it's important to recognize that most of what the AI tools are doing is just scraping information that's widely available on the internet. And the more often it's repeated, the more validity it has. So you have to think of it as having about Wikipedia level verifiability. So just like if you're using Wikipedia, you go right to the footnotes and you look at what sources are being cited. Make sure that if AI is making a claim in some of your content that seems even a little bit suspect, go ahead and chase down the correct answer for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, we'll go ahead and jump to that simply because we are talking about content. I mean, our favorite tools right now. This ad is brought to you by The Marketing Blender. As you guys know, I'm a fractional CMO. And actually at The Marketing Blender, there's a whole team of us. For a fraction of the cost of a full-time executive, you can hire a chief marketing officer to write your marketing plan, to clean up your messaging and your positioning, and to drive sustainable results. We oversee multiple partners, we help mentor team members, and most importantly, we build a marketing machine that will drive results for your company for years to come. If you're curious about what this looks like, and some of our engagements go from a couple months to a couple years, check out themarketingblender.com. Um, everybody's using chat GPT and it's just fun and interesting, right? Um, we also really like Jasper AI and have found it extremely effective for marketing. We've been using that one for a long time. And then one of our other favorites for SEO has been, um, surfer. Yes. So found a lot of success with that as well. And these are really just the same type of AI that's bundled with different ways to use it. So for example, Surfer SEO will help do some of the keyword research for you. Note that I say some because you still have to go through and say, oh, this is actually not what my target market is looking for and call out the ones that aren't good. But it does help shortcut a lot of things for you. Um, I do find ChatGPT to be helpful for creating blog outlines that I can then revise and make sure, you know, fit with my clients' uh, brand guidelines. The actual content writing, I would say 80% of it has to be redone and massaged and made to sound more, <laughs> more human, but it definitely does help with structuring content. And, you know, for a lot of marketing agencies and content marketers, that's a, a big part of what they've been spending their human hours on when they could be spending it on creating more and better content that's highly aligned with their clients' interests. I love it. A couple other places that I think AI has some really exciting opportunities are around BI business intelligence and also potentially around tracking and optimizing the buyer's journey. So getting deeper insights around those. But one of the caveats, of course, is your current processes and systems need to be solid. <laughs> you don't want to just speed up things with technology um, just because it's available to you. I mean, you really have had to do the work and create a mature or sophisticated system to start even looking at those tools. I'd also like to point out that people have been using AI for many years 
every time they run Google ads and they let Google optimize the ads for them. And I can tell you from all the conversations I've had with digital marketers, they're usually not happy with what Google does in terms of optimizing their ads for them. So even the the biggest AI proponent in the world, you know, the people who are building this stuff, they haven't got quite got it dialed in when it comes to the specifics of complex sales processes, especially in B2B. So just something to keep in mind. I agree. Now on a flip side of this though, predictive AI can be incredibly helpful because what it can do is, for instance, it can take a social media campaign or an AdWords campaign and help you optimize it much faster. So instead of laborious, slow A-B testing, it's pattern identity, right? It's looking for the trends in the data, which is a great use of AI, and then giving you insight into what are the most effective campaigns on the internet, so, on the internet, so then you can apply those right now. So one of the tools that I've been incredibly impressed with uh, and the outcomes is uh, Junction AI around this predictive AI. And that's at the the very uh, high level technical analysis side, but just for fun stuff and for especially for social media because that's such a highly visual uh, platform. The AI programs that create memes and funny headlines and images and short video clips and slideshow stuff, you know, this is saving massive amounts of time. And it's actually, that's where I see AI being fairly mature because you can have it, you know, create memes about, you know, things that are hard about marketing or things that, you know, frustrate your customers, you know, you don't have to give it a whole lot of input for it to go out there and find emotionally relevant trigger points or, you know, things that are happening in media at large or cultural references. It's actually really good at those things. I agree. And just fun. Like you are so right on that part because then it's the kind of thing that will delight your audience and then it makes your job fun. And you can, instead of chasing a squirrel of creativity and only coming up with two things, you know, you can use your creative efforts to actually come up with a significant amount of content. And it's just about the appropriate usage of it. Now, you are definitely not even suggesting, and I just want to clarify this for the audience, that it's here to replace amazing high-end graphic design. And we've tested yeah. a lot of those graphic design tools. And for the right applications, they're fantastic. Or for the right type of companies. Like, for instance, you know, there's logo generators. All right, if you're a startup, a logo is not going to make you even a single dollar of revenue. So... Maybe yes, use a low-cost AI tool to get you off of the ground and to professionalize you, right? And to get you some traction. But man, once brand really is getting to the point where it'll make or break your success, I mean, there's just no substitution for the human component where you take the psychology and the heart of something and merge it into visual communication. So I love it for graphic design. I just want people to really think through the appropriate usage in it based on the size of their business, where they are in their business journey, and then also what's the usage and distribution of it. One thing you'll discover is that if you go through a true branding process, the kinds of questions you have to answer and ask within that process are things that ChatGPT will never be able to answer. And those are the things that people don't necessarily do searches for or post stuff about. It's more, more of the internal dialogue that they have. And those things come out in face-to-face -face interactions and personal interaction. So there's never going to be a time where ChatGPT can predict 
everything that everybody cares about. And when it comes to your overall look and feel of your branding and what that means, you're the person who gives it meaning. Your, your company and your values are what give that meaning. Okay. So continuing on this conversation around what we've personally tried and, you know, the things that we're paying attention to, we got to share what we have decided is not <laughs> quite there. This ad is brought to you by the Marketing Blender Lab. Marketing is hard for everyone, but small businesses are stuck with small budgets, not enough time, and too many options. SEO, social, paid ads, email marketing, live events. How do you choose where to focus? These are the top challenges I hear from entrepreneurs. You keep getting generic marketing advice that doesn't apply to your business. You've watched tutorials and tried a bunch of tactics that didn't work. You still don't have clarity on what you should focus on to get results. You don't have enough time to get marketing done. And maybe you've worked with freelancers or agencies that have let you down. You can get expert advice and start making real progress. The Marketing Blender Lab gives you an affordable way to work with an experienced chief marketing officer and finally get a handle on your marketing. We help you figure out how to reach your target audience and get more customers, what to focus on so you stop wasting time and money, and how to delegate effectively so you don't have to do it all yourself. Join me in the lab and let's figure out how to grow your revenue faster. So one of the first ones is definitely video. There is no uh, low cost deep fake <laughs> video AI out there yet. There's some interesting stuff, but I know I looked a little bit like Max Headroom on that. You know, anybody that remembers MTV from back in the day, I mean, it was glitchy and it's a little creepy, you know, so I'm, I'm in, I'm intrigued to watch where this goes, but you can see the technology being pretty young in this place. It's a very good example of why you shouldn't always be the first. So for example, the, the kind of video simulation that you're talking about, it might be okay in customer service tutorials when people have already bought the thing and they just want to watch something that tells them how to use it. Yeah. But taking that impersonal, slightly alien, a little bit off-putting look and feel of deep fake video and presenting it in marketing and sales when you're supposed to be taking people away from digital and into human interaction, that's very dangerous. Yeah. You know, another one is presentation creation or um, the kind of videos where they use cards um, to overlap. Now, it's amazing because they'll pull something so close. And my initial reaction when I was testing these out was, wow, like these are really beautiful. And they had some really gorgeous transitions. They did a clever job choosing photos and matching to the language on there. But what happened was when I finally got into the details, like, okay, what is this act? What do I really need to do the editing to take this across the finish line? Oh, wow. It was a lot of work because first impression was impressive but to take it across the finish line, it took me way more time and, you know, our team members way more time when they were testing the other ones out than it would have to just have created the video, the slideshow on our own. So not quite there. I think that one will come along pretty quickly, but I'm not quite there just yet. I do. And I think as we get better at providing the inputs mm. for something like a slide presentation, you have to let the AI know what's important to you. It can't guess yet. <laughs> no, absolutely. I know. I mean, how many times have we all thought like, oh, there's got to be a smart art for that. No, there's not. <laughs> that's, that's something you have to think through on your own. So 
one of the things we need to dive into is not just the marketing application, but also the sales. There's some pretty interesting AI happening around the sales spectrum as well. So for instance, in call centers, um, and this can even be for call recordings and quality and sales training, AI is actually really excellent on the audio side about understanding sentiment. And so I think that's a very cool thing because a human being can get wrapped up in the moment or the emotion and not appropriately hear what's happening on the other side. But since the machine does not have emotion inside of that conversation, it can actually sense it and assist either from a live real time or future training scenario with understanding what's really happening with the person on the other end of the call. Yes, it can. And think how helpful that is to know when you lost somebody in the conversation. Yeah, You talked too long or you said a word that hit them wrong and all of a sudden things change. And you know now you can see that, whereas before you might not have. I think the other tool that I'd like to bring up for sales enablement is um, intelligent chatbots like UserBot. So you've got marketing that's driving traffic to your website. You want to turn that traffic into conversation with the sales team. Sales team is not there to answer every question that every visitor has. Hopefully, hopefully you have more traffic than your salespeople can handle one-on-one. But an intelligent chatbot can do a better job than just a pre-scripted chatbot at understanding, you know, conversational queries, what people are trying to actually accomplish, and knowing when it's reached its own limits and when it's the right time to bring in a salesperson to answer questions. I love it. I love it. Now, of course, you guys know there is so much more AI out there. I mean, we're all, we've all been using AI on Google and Amazon for a very long time, but we've decided to keep this conversation around the tools that you and I have access to. And so hopefully this is helpful to you. We would love to hear any tools that you've been testing out or that you would like to give a shout out to, because that's how we all learn together. Daisy, any final thoughts? I would just say, It's definitely the world of opportunity right now. Make smart choices. And remember, anytime you're using AI, it should still be driving toward your goals for revenue, reputation, and resilience. If it's not doing those things, it's a distraction. Yes, absolutely. So you guys, we will hyperlink all of the tools that we chatted about in the notes below. And if we come across any additional ones, we'll continue to add to that list. Thanks so much. And we'll see you on the next one, Onward and Upward. We hope you learned something today that will help you succeed with your marketing. And if you liked what you heard, definitely give us a thumbs up and a subscribe. Don't forget to check the show notes. We're sharing free tools and resources there. And you guys, we would love to hear your comments. So drop one in or send us an email and maybe we'll use your topic on a future show.